2: Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am positive, Chuck Mockler. We're a couple of best friends and uh credential Clipper Media people who bring you Clippers news five days a week. Yeah, somehow we did it. Can you believe it? Yeah. Uh we are Locked On Clippers, part of the Locked On NBA network. Uh great network. You know, they're doing good things. Shout Anyways, out shout out to the network. Uh Today, my favorite day of the week, it's Twitter Tuesday. Every single Monday, we send out a prompt on Twitter that's at Locked on Clips. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who sent those questions in ahead of time. One more time, if you want an opportunity to get your question featured on this show, go ahead, send those over on Monday to at LockedOnClips. We got some great stuff, and then we're going to wrap up in shavings with another uh, Twitter Tuesday question from uh, listener and friend of the pod, LOLWTF, WTF, Oh, yeah, Clippers Meme King. Uh, so in segment two, we're doing a Lou Will vibe check. Um, the vibe has been a little off uh, with <laughs> Lou Will, and he has been obviously the center of a lot of trade discussions. So we're going to talk about that. And then, as I said, in shavings, we're going to have that great Twitter Tuesday question from Eric, uh, as well as just some other Clippers loose ends that we got to wrap up. So all that and more coming up right about now.
1: You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Yes, welcome to Twitter Tuesday. Again, thank you everyone uh, for sending us into at Locked On Clips. A lot of questions about Zoo today. All um, right, let's kick it
2: off. What's the first fair? one?
0: People are, still, people are a little torn still on surge starting. Um, Prince Yuki 92 asks... How long until you believe Zubats will replace Abaka in the starting role? Also, do you think Ty Lue will experiment with bringing Morris off the bench? Uh,
2: so the first part of the question, um, it's hard for me to put any sort of quantifiable thing on it. And maybe Serge will end up keeping that starting position. The difficult thing to me is just the defense looks so much better uh, with Zoo out there. And obviously, you know, Abaka is a premier rim deterrent. So I I do think that that is something that will improve uh, with more sort of consistency and time on the court. I think think the thing that keeps... Surge, rather, in that starting lineup is just the versatility. Uh spacing is him,
0: absolutely what it is, for sure.
2: The, yeah, the spacing is absurd. You you have three premier essentially wings out there, uh, you know, with George,
0: Kawhi, Morris, and then Surge. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> people are bummed about the development. You know, they kind of wanted to see like a step Zoo is going to take and they don't think that he can do it in a bench role. But I think depending how things go with Lou Will and how quickly they can get, Kind of a chemistry going with the pick and roll and i think we will see maybe a little bit more develop on the offensive end but defensively he's gonna have a lot to do um absolutely <laughs> yeah i mean he's gonna
2: have to be filling in a lot of holes on that second unit and in that regard he is probably the better match for that unit of the two players um because you know being able to close off the rim is effectively. Uh, as Zoo does, and, and be such a presence in the paint, I do think can go a long way towards plugging some of the holes that that second unit has. I I think the the thing to watch for is just going to be how these rotations um, end up shaking out because I do think sometimes, you know, the first sub in might be a canard or, a, or, or another guard. Yeah, uh, And other times, I, I do think that they'll end up going with Zoo kind of being that first sub in. That'd be uh, sweet. So it'll be um, – you know, there's just a lot more looks that you can throw out there. And I do think from an offensive standpoint, it's a little bit more overwhelming to have that five on the court.
0: Yeah. Um, and Ty Lue experiments is the other uh, thing. And, and, like and we're going to see a bunch of stuff. Experiment. So to the second point, we might see Morris off the bench. I mean, depending on the situation. We will. I mean, sometimes you never know. Things might get I don't weird. think we'll
2: see him coming off the bench. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. I, and, you know, if you listen to the pod, I'm a big Nick Batum <laughs> fan. I really think that he can do a lot this season. And, and I do think that he can come. Um, he, you know, that is going to be a probably, you know, if he can stay healthy, a very um, high value contract for what we're paying him. But still, like if you have Marcus Morris, I I gotta be honest, I'm just not <laughs> seeing the benefit um, of not having him in your starting lineup. That it a, keeps it keeps him happy. It keeps the continuity with that starting unit. You know, I mean, once again, like we don't know what could shake out midseason trade-wise, but we need to try and, you know, have at least some level of continuity. And I know that Ty Lue is a tinker and he likes to change things and, and that's great. You know, I I think we're all big fans of that. But at the same time, um, it does help with guys knowing uh, where they're supposed to be and how to get in their positions, the more time they have on the court together. That's just unavoidable.
0: Yeah, that's a good call. Um, Michael Hashimoto uh, says, I know it's only preseason, but who is our strongest candidate for team all drip this year? We've actually addressed this, uh, and it's surge. I think it's, yeah, it's kind of hands-down surge. I think it's
2: probably head and shoulder surge. Uh, <laughs> you know, PG can bring some heat sometimes. Uh, you know Zoo gets a little experimental but with Surge some of this stuff but Surge lives it but Surge is right? firmly like he's Surges- able aimed- firmly about that life and he has (laughs) he has a collaboration with a fashion brand which I just recently saw some more of the pieces that other than the thousand dollar (laughs) parkas and I I think yeah he's I mean he's kind of head and shoulders above everyone else right now but who knows you know maybe somebody maybe Pat Patterson could come out with a fit and and land on the radar here but the strongest (laughs) candidate overall has got to be Surge
0: yeah Um, Rashaba asks when is the Rozier trade getting announced also can we get Rose too can we somehow swap Pat, Lou, and Reggie for Rosier and Rose? Luke played pretty well off of Rose, too, last season. So that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh,
2: impossible. Look, I, <laughs> I mean, to me, the idea of Lou for Rose is always a lateral move, if not a step down. Um, you know, like Derek Rose is also a scoring guard, much like Lou Williams. Uh, and if the issue but, is just distribution, it's like, well, what do we – yeah, he doesn't bring anything in that regard. And, and the thing to me is, like, I'm even more worried about Rose than I am about Lou because Rose is still depending a lot on getting to the rim. Uh, he's yeah. not the shooter that Lou Will is. So I, I think, like, when you got to factor in that, um, uh, on top of it, I just I, – me personally, I see Lou Williams as the less risky of the two. Uh, yeah. And as far as getting Rozier um, – No, I don't want Rozier at all. <laughs> I, I, to me, I don't – to me, Rozier is not worth Pat. Uh, no, you know, and he's making alone, a lot more Let alone sending out three guards for two back um, He's making <laughs> he's making like two or three mil more a year um, So it's not like a crazy, crazy amount But it is more And he's also, I mean, you know, he he can be a playmaker And he, he did do some good things in Boston there But I don't think it's a big enough of a step up And the offense is certainly I, I mean, look, we talk about Pat for his defense um, But, you know, the, the offense does clip with him out there He's an elite uh, he, shooter too he's a great shooter and he gets a lot of open looks. You know, if you have to ignore somebody of that starting five on the court, he's probably going to be the guy who's going to get the most space. And I think that he has a much higher likelihood of knocking down those kind of looks uh, versus Rozier.
0: Um, Speaking of point guard stuff, Waymy giveaway asked, uh, he said Tyrone Lewis had an interview with LA times that they don't need a traditional point guard, just energy. Which element do you think will be more important? A traditional point guard or just more just dedication and devotion to two-way basketball? I, so this reminded me of the part in the game on Sunday when it was the starters on the floor and they passed the ball around a bunch. And they got a free shot to back underneath the rim. Like there was a couple times that could have settled for like a quasi contested three and they just kept moving the ball and it hit surge. So that leads me to believe that it's the dedication and devotion to two way basketball part that it's the same lineup, you know, it's Pat Bev out there and they're still moving the ball very well. And that's just kind of, obviously it was a preseason game. So they're still working and building on the offense and stuff like that. It's not going to look uber polished until who knows how many games in. But that made me believe like, yeah, it's just getting drilled down in the system is more important than having a quote-unquote traditional point guard.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, right. Like that's kind of been the idea of, of what this team has been building from an identity standpoint is you have these guys who can create off the dribble so well. And, you know, I, I do think there's a fatigue level with Kawhi having to physically run the ball up a bunch. Yeah. Um, But if you have everybody kind of buying into this system and once again, if you have guys know where their spots are supposed to be and and where they're supposed to get to, if a play collapses, um, I, I certainly think that
0: that, things like knowing where to be.
2: (laughs) Yes. I mean th- that's that mitigates some of the you know quote-unquote need for a traditional point guard um and and I've said this before and I'm definitely going to say it again throughout this season and throughout trade talks like this roster has enough talent I talent yeah. is not talent is 100% not the issue with this roster um the issue is just being able to utilize that uh you know they've taken a firm stance on you know getting the most out of all these players via you know Kenny Atkinson and a a deeper player development program. Um, Clearly they're trying to get guys to their most comfortable spots. And I think if they can, if they can do that well, and that that actually does come to fruition, then no, the the need for a point guard um, isn't as great as it's kind of been, um, you know, conflated into it. But if they can't figure that out, it would be nice to have somebody <laughs> But hey, at the last sense.
0: minute, <laughs> yeah, that's what's <laughs> funny also. too. It's like, but also, if it's looking like that's the issue, let's make the move. Um, all right, last question in this first segment. Going to be talking about Lou Will's vibes with some more Lou Will questions after this. Um, Clipper Spencer with a great question. Uh, he said, Clippers are stressed, not sk- skipping steps. Personally, uh, I think we need to care about the regular season and not wait to turn on to the playoffs like last year. But we also have a new coaching system. So how should I react if the Clippers get off to a slow start? This is a very good question. First time someone's asked about a slow start, which it it is a possibility because of, A, the first two games are really hard. Um, Timeline, all that stuff. It's there to be had, a slow start. Um, And I think it sucks because we kind of, everyone was kind of saying the same thing last year, but like you just got to ride it out. At least there's a new coach. At least it's not the same coach, right?
2: (laughs) Here's my thing. And... This is a bit of a hot take, but I promise it's not just for hot take's sake. I hope the Clippers get off to a slow start.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I want the hot to hot take hat on. <laughs> I, I want to
2: see the Clippers struggle because that's a sign that they are actually trying something and they have to figure something out. Like I it. also want to get a better look at what the composure of this team looks like when things are not going well. For and sure. I would much rather get that look at the beginning of the season than, you know, post the all-star break. <laughs> yeah. So January. I, I think going through, I think going through some kind of rough spells where things aren't working. Um, and, you know, this is, I'm not even going to factor in injuries because that's unfactorable to me. Um, I, I think that there's bound to be some rough patches. We all know that, you know, Tyloo can get very experimental, which is sometimes to his detriment. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's with the end goal. It's with the view at the end of the tunnel in sight. And so, I, you know, I personally, like, if we're going to have to go through one of these rough patches, I would love if it was at the beginning of the season. I, <laughs> Honestly, bring
0: wouldn't. it on. Uh, Will's ready for it. That's fantastic. That's that Zen mentality that you've been adopting. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking to Lou Will. Just kind of seem a little bit off lately, as well as uh, there's been a PJ Tucker trade idea talked about uh, on Clippers Twitter. But first, Will, talk to me about diamonds.
2: Well, as we all know, pressure makes diamonds, right? Much like the Clippers this sure. season, but. Also, this episode is brought to you by 1010, who are involved in the diamond trade. Now, you may have read about this in the New York Times or Forbes, as I know many of our listeners read, and we're excited to tell you about it. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful commitment ring, launching exclusive. Exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com That's BlueNile.com and when they're gone, they're gone we all know the diamond engagement ring is iconic, it's a timeless expression of the deepest commitment between two people and with 1010, it's been beautifully re-envisioned in the hands of 10 modern designers working exclusively with sustainably sourced diamonds if you're making 2021 plans or looking for a unique and meaningful way to celebrate Valentine's Day, you're definitely going to want to check this out, again This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, welcome to the Lou Will Vibe Check. We are draped in diamonds right now. Um, We got to watch You Say Wednesday tomorrow, so look out for that poll on Twitter. At Locked On Clips, we'll be asking you a goofy question or a serious one. Who knows? Um, This is a bit of a Vibe Check on Lou Will. It seems like there's been, I don't know, not tension's not the right word, but there's been a couple pressers where it's like, huh, you don't seem like you're in a very good spot right now. Like there was one early, kind of during the media week thing. Um, and then these comments on load management where you said, no, I've never managed myself. I was in the league preload management. That's how I was trained. That's how I was raised in this league. Personally, I don't think that's something that needs to happen. This is kind of a weird thing to say when the face of load management is on the team and I'm just saying that not like he meant to do it, but it, I mean, it is right.
2: <laughs> I, I, yeah. I totally get what you're saying. I mean, you know, the optics of it, I suppose, aren't great. Yeah. Um, that's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah. This isn't divisional bullshit. Um, yes. But, uh, I, I, I think that it's also
2: the one of those questions that this entire team is so fatigued of hearing Um That that it makes sense that you just kind of want to move on. just like let's go. Um, And also, what's he supposed to say? He's like, yeah. I mean, I get. I wish I I could rest. (laughs) I I rest some games, you know. So, (laughs) um, I I don't want to read too much into it. But overall, man, like he has been kind of off in both these pressers. I I don't know if it's a morning thing or if uh, possibly a
0: morning thing. That's a very good point. I I don't
2: I don't know fully what's going on there, but. It's definitely sort of a different attitude um, than we've maybe seen Lou Willen before. And, you know, maybe I I don't know what his interactions are like with the fans. I mean, we've seen recently like him killing them with kindness on Instagram comments and stuff. Um, But like I I imagine a certain level of fatigue just overall has set (laughs) in for him. Um, you know, throughout this whole thing, especially the Clippers, you know, kind of going out in, in an embarrassing way as they did. I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, being the guy has been, talks
0: a bunch like he says in, he turns off and goes to his family, but like, it's still so hard when it's like, I think it's impossible. Everything is like, Hey, you might treated, dude. <laughs> I,
2: I think <laughs> it's kind of impossible unless he was to like completely, you know, throw his phone away or delete all social media apps. Yeah. So uh, I, I think it's definitely a level of fatigue, but that being said, uh, if it is something more than that, if he's unhappy with the direction of the team, Team. like I've said this before and I feel this way about Pat I feel this way about you know th- I mean really Lou and Pat are all of the old guard left that remain. Sure. but if they're not feeling the direction of this team it's time I mean it's time <laughs> to ship them out like that's I I'm sorry like that's it's hard that,
0: because I mean this that to is me the, is a this deal breaker is the year, right like right now I like this is the year um I can definitely I can see that point for sure where it's like we got to do this now
2: it's a deal breaker, man. Like, I'm sorry. And there's still a lot leave, of time. You know?
0: I don't think that's the case right now. Because Ty Lue's there. Definitely. Like, Definitely. There's a and, and there's I'm, a feeling of newness.
2: Yes, there's a feeling of newness. I do think that that does combat some of the fatigue, as I was saying earlier. But, like, yeah. the thing is, is I, last year, it's there's no way you can attribute the, the failure uh, in that second unit to, to purely, like, the chemistry thing. I don't think you For can sure. pinpoint it on, on any one thing, especially just given the injuries throughout the season and the strangeness of the bubble. But yeah. um, I, I do think that there was a certain amount of energy that was expended or wasted, um, you know, trying to get heads on the same page Figure, in the locker yeah, room. Like, kinda,
0: yeah, yeah, um,
2: yeah, And I just don't think we can do that again. Like I said, I mean, I think that if you're lucky, I, I think you get like three good years where you could, you know, where you're seriously a threat to win a championship. Uh, and you know i i you know this is your two so so this kind of goes back to clipper
0: <laughs> it, uh i think it was clipper spencer or was it uh clipper uh sorry yeah clipper spencer asked about uh the bad start thing right so like what happens if there's a bad start um this isn't actually something to keep an eye on but i don't think lou will is going to be playing a part in our bad start lou will looks absolutely ready to play 12 points in six minutes the other night you know what i mean like in terms of, like, seeing the ball go in, that's really what you want in a preseason game. And Lou saw a lot of shots go in. So, yeah, he's totally, got to be feeling good. So, that's going to be – I'm excited to see how he starts the season. I think he's going to come out hot. Um
2: Definitely. And I don't want to – I mean, like, I love Lou Will. I would love for him to stay on this yeah. team. But we just can't waste any time. I mean, we just – we, you know, we can't waste any time. Yeah. This is, you know, this is an abridged season training camp. Um, if you don't want to be here, it's
0: time. I mean, out. And Clipper Zay, sorry, there's a bunch of Clipper people uh, names today, asked, because PJ Tucker had that quote about like not being wanted or like he wants to be where he's wanted. He said that at the the Rockets presser and everyone was reading a bunch into it in terms of trade ideas. Um, and this is something that's been talked about a bit on Twitter. It's, uh, who would you give up if anyone for PJ Tucker? Does he fill your role well enough for this team? And so I feel like, you know, the trade that Clipperholics wrote about that's been talked about is Lou plus two seconds or like a couple, however many second round picks for PJ Checker. And that would make our guard rotation, you know, that would put a lot on Terrence Mann, I think. Cause then he's uh, the third guard, right? Like.
2: No, I mean, he's like the fourth guard. I, I think that that, like the, the unit then just becomes Kennard and Reggie uh, yeah. and then man. Yeah, man. That's what somewhere. I'm saying. Yeah.
0: So if there's no Lou, then it's like, all right, yeah. so Terrence Mann's probably going to be, getting some minutes like
2: yeah i mean i guess it definitely does like um increase the argument for more man minutes look or need
0: because I, I, if we, you know
2: this is one of the only sort of Lou trades that actually entices me um pj tucker would be great on this team pj tucker i, oh. I think would <laughs> i think would be great and you know he's a guy with a lot of playoff experience he's a solid defender um and, yeah, I, I think that he would really be a solid addition. Uh, obviously, edge, such a... Bit of an
0: edge to him, which is good.
2: Yeah, such a different player than Lou Will. But, um, yeah, as far as, like, kind of the straight-up sort of Lou Will trades go, this is the only one that I think is, like, of, of really of any interest uh, yeah. to me. Yeah, it's
0: like this one, and then probably, like, people talk about the George Hill one a bunch. That's, like, been talked about a lot. Um, and then after that, it gets a little... Gets a lot thinner in terms of return. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you're looking at guys where you're like, no, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, Something to keep an eye on, though. Hope Blue Will's doing well. Excited to see what happens uh, when they play the Yaz on Thursday. Coming up, we have another fantastic Twitter Tuesday question, as well as recording on a new Clippers birthday. But first, look, life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most. Uh, difficult times of your life. Things have been pretty nuts this year. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. And that's Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy to use app. It's very fun. Uh, Headspace is the only is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Headspace has a three minute SOS meditation for you. Fantastic to do pre-meetings. Uh, needs some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind down sessions. Their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace has even morning meditations you can do with your kids. Get your kids started on mindfulness. Very good. uh, Very good thing to do. If you think that's a good decision for your children, Uh, you deserve to feel happier. And Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash lockdown NBA. That's headspace.com slash lockdown NBA for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash locked on NBA today.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to locked on NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked on NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Okay, so we're back with shavings, which is uh, just kind of where we wrap up all the loose ends around the Clippers. But first, I want to tell you about this Locked On NBA season preview. It was
0: great. Our episode was out.
2: Yes, so we're just days away from the start of the regular season, and this week, the Locked On NBA podcast is previewing every team, division by division. You can get the intel on each team, get waiver wire editions from Locked On Fantasy Basketball, rookies to watch from Chad Ford, and predictions on each division from Rejecting the Screen. Subscribe to Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yes, yeah, so we're recording this on uh, Nick Batum's birthday. We're recording this hey, happy birthday. Hey, way to go, buddy. You know, got some wine sent to him by the Clippers. Seemed like they sent him some French snacks as well. Out, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so bad news for Dr. Tarchi and us because we spent all of yesterday's episode talking about how much we liked these guys. Uh, Kai Bowman, uh, Fitz, and Jordan Ford uh Have been waived by the Clippers. They were waived on December fourteenth. Rajon Tucker, the only camp invitee left. How do we feel about this? Um, you know, like I'm kind of bummed. I, I'm bummed, There's but at the same preseason game, I don't know.
2: At the same time, um, you know, it, it makes sense. I, I feel, I feel, despite the like the defensive liabilities that we currently have, we're pretty full up at guard. Like, I, I think that we're kind of good there, but it's weird. We um, kept Ray John Tucker interested then, right? in. Yeah. he's totally, a guard, totally.
0: And it's like what he hasn't, he didn't really I think Robert Flom had the tweet. He was like, he didn't really show a lot other than that. He can like jump really high, which is sick, but it seemed like Ford, yeah. Yeah, Ford especially kind of jumped out at people. For yeah,
2: I mean, I really liked watching Kai Bowman. I, he has, you know, he has true NBA experience. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, I'm bummed out on this, but it, you know, I, I trust the front office. So I, I think that, um, you know, if they saw all they needed to see, you know, we, we speculated that a lot of these guys, you know, would basically just be brought in as, as really good, um, training camp ads. And, and I'm sure they provided that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure they helped get guys in the game. They ready played for so them. much. Yeah. Um, so, and I hope that, I hope that all these guys showed off enough that maybe they can, uh, you know, get, get
0: an invite to another team yeah, or at least a 2 or something. I think Ford's going to show up somewhere. Um, He's got such, that floater's crazy. Um, Seems like if you could teach him to kind of distribute more, it'd be great. Uh, But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much Rajon Tucker, gotta assume we're going to see a lot of Rajon Tucker in the game against Utah if he's still on the team. Um, Yes. So that'll be fun, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Maybe he'll get some run with the starters, who knows. Uh, But now we're moving on uh, to a secret Santa question. From LOLWTF, Eric, like we said, up top, the Clippers meme king on Twitter. Also a fantastic artist. Go look at his art um, on Instagram. it is very good. Um, he asked, which players would you pair secret Santas on the team? and What gifts would they give to their teammates?
1: Uh, so got, so I want to see pairs.
0: Surge and Zoo. Surge and Zoo seems like it'd be a fun time. I think. Like, what do you think I'll, they're giving each other?
2: Um, I hope that he's given Zoo an extra-large scarf. Um, no, like, I,
0: I know it's hard to find scarves in our size.
2: <laughs> I in all ways want, want Serge and zoo to be spending more time together. I, I think it'd be <laughs> a good hang. Um, but yeah. And I think that, I think that zoo might like kind of struggle with what he could get for Surge. you know, a, a worldly man, the man who has everything. For sure. Uh, but I think he'd end up finding something like, uh, you know, like an obscure brush or comb or something that is like made of some exotic. And Serge word. would be like, oh my God. And, and it would be so beautiful. <laughs> Serge would be moved to tears. He's like this is amazing. Uh, <laughs> so that's,
0: that's, that's my favorite in my head. That's a good call. Um, I was thinking Fee and Kawhi would be really funny. I like that. Fee is super young and very kind of, bubbly and energetic and magnetic in terms of like, like I have press people talk about it like the teammates do, whereas Kawhi publicly is very different. So I think this could, I think, I think Fee gets Kawhi like a gag gift.
2: Oh, really? I could see him getting him kind of like a dirtball gift that Kawhi (laughs) would love. Like he gets something from the
0: holiday thing, like aisle and like Walgreens or... Yes, that Kawhi (laughs) would end up loving her. Like, he gets blades for Kawhi's old
2: explorer or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, hey, Uh man. Uh no so I I am definitely into that one I just think because he's younger I I feel like at times Kawhi maybe lives still like a college student not out of necessity but just, just because he has a good
0: time yeah. so yeah maybe like a <laughs> maybe some some coupons to wing stop or something yeah that'd be a good call probably some slides definitely get some a pair of slides yes um and then Kawhi what does Kawhi get fee uh ooh that's a that's a good that's one. a tough I, one fee I feel like is possibly a little bit harder to shop for i bet Kawhi gives fee a picture of Kawhi. oh that'd be great just framed he's like here you go <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great uh, he gets him a massage
2: uh certificate and it's like dude, we get free massage just yeah like facility. what are we what are we doing here um massage gift certificate to me is such a funny gift because like I feel like you're really going out on a limb Uh, because not everyone likes a
0: big swing.
2: Not everyone likes massage. I'm like, what if they don't like the place that you (laughs) sent it to? Or like, I I don't know. I think it's a big swing as a gift. It seems like a gift
0: that has to be no less than a hundred dollars because anything less, I'd be like, I don't know if I, this is a gift and you're taking me to a regular spa. I'm very confused. Like you think it'd be a nice spot.
2: Yeah, maybe he gets, fee, uh, <laughs> he gets fee like the that terrible painting that Terrence Mann has. Oh, of, of Kobe and, Kobe other, and Terrence but Mann? But it's just Kawhi and fee on
0: the court. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be a good call. Um, all right, we got to get out of here, I think. Um, I could do this all day. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, also, hope everyone's doing okay on Twitter. Some overreactions going on to the games in the preseason. It's okay. Kawhi has historically shot very poorly in the preseason. And then... Plays like Kawhi for the regular season, and the postseason. So it's great. Um, Wednesday's episode,
2: the Lakers, the Lakers B team really beat up on a Clippers C team. So uh, I think it's time to overreact.
0: <laughs> um, Wednesday's episode, we got what you say Wednesday. So look out for that at Locked On Clips. Uh, practice presser talk, of course, and then whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland. Uh, where can these people find us, Will? You can check us out on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify.
2: We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. You can tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Clippers. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Definitely really helps us out no matter definitely. where you're listening. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead. Leave a rating or review. We'll definitely read it on air. And, yeah, thanks so much. Keep rocking with us. The season is almost upon us. Single we digits. Got one last, we got one last preseason game to, to dial things in. So looking forward to it. Let's go gonna be a real good time uh yeah
0: we will talk to y'all tomorrow i have been positive chuck Mochler.
2: and i am william the opinion updike we appreciate you
1: hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today